You're listening. No. You're listening to the Buns.com Podcast Network. (laughs) (laughs) Buns, buns, buns. Fernando and Jamie and this is the opposite tastes podcast two Gen Xers who can't be more different sample odd snacks and discuss or argue about pop culture Uh, of course we've got our snack review coming up at the end of our episode but first child actors or child stars that's what we're talking about this week Um, but before Uh we we get into it uh, we've got to thank our sponsor did you think of a sponsor this week um, yeah. Okay. Okay, well, we, have, we have two sponsors this week. Go ahead. We do? Yeah, we have two sponsors. Oh, give me, so give me yours. Yeah. Uh, mine is uh, Popcorn Farts. And, uh, the <laughs> What's the tagline? I, don't, I didn't know we have to have a tagline. No, you don't. You don't, you don't um, have to. Okay. How about when you care enough to send the very best? Okay. <laughs> I just, yeah, I'm That's just cheating, good, basically. Yeah, no, you can put that on everything. Um, <laughs> our second sponsor this week is Stains. Wearing white pants today? God has another plan. Stains! (laughs) All right, thank you to our sponsors. Now, um, as far as child actors, um, or the term child, yeah, child actor or child Mm -hmm. actress is generally applied to a child acting on stage or in motion pictures or television, but also to an adult who began their acting career as a child. To avoid confusion, the latter is also called a former child actor. Closely associated is teenage actor or teen actor, an actor who reached popularity as a teenager. But I think for the purposes of this, because a lot of the teen actors are kind of lumped into that child actor yeah. kind of thing. So we'll kind of lump them into the, the child actor. Yeah, thing. I mean, I would... It's like a subset or something. For some reason, I think the more legit... Um, people who who exemplify the the term child actor are the ones that actually started to do notable things when they're like say 10 or below right right you know the teenage ones i don't know but then it's it's hard too because some of them are teens but they're playing younger right it gets a little weird too Mm. um but as far as yes but we'll we'll accept teens i think uh as far as this whole thing um, and as far as what type of work gets them into this category, we're including child actors from film, TV, and commercials of all time. Everyone from Little Rascals to Stranger Things. Okay. <laughs> they are all eligible. So we're going to see who makes the cut. Um, when, when we're discussing how to approach this... Um, it was a little tough because I think you know when you when you hear child actor you think early success, mm-hmm. wild teen, drugs, sad adult life, suicide, maybe dead, maybe alive. Mm-hmm. So of course, and of course, there's exceptions to that rule. But I didn't. I think we we don't want to be too much of a downer. Right. Yeah. Of not. Yeah. So we'll just try to focus on their actual work and not so much on their personal lives. Although if there's a tidbit here and there yeah. that that may if it's notable. peak interest. Yeah. And uh, so when we bring up child actor, let's just assume that they turn into a crackhead adult so that we don't have to go into it. <laughs> um, uh, one thing I wanted to, to um, before we get into these categories and everything that we have, um, they might not account or might not count as child actors because they weren't the stars per se. But I always want to be one of those kids in the G.I. Joe commercials in the 80s. You know, they're showing like the play set and everything and they're riding around in the vehicles. Mm-hmm. I mean, the kids aren't riding, but you know, they're pushing the, the G.I. Joe vehicles around and they're playing. Right, right. I always want to be those kids. Those aren't... Uh, you I, know, you can... I, I would say... I mean, what else would you call them? That's true. That's true. But they're not stars. No, they're not stars. But some have become stars. True, true. I can't name them right now. Right, right. But I know they have. <laughs> Uh, okay, what about, well, I guess these, uh, they would count as models, but I always wanted to be the, mm. the kids in the, uh, 
the Sears or JCPenney's Christmas catalogs that have like yeah. the toys and stuff, you know, they're modeling the toys. I'm like, oh, that's so awesome. Because back then in like the 80s when I'm looking at these things, even if I were to order one of these, mm-hmm. I wouldn't see it for like, back then it took like six to eight weeks for anything to get to Hawaii. Right, right. right. So I'm like, oh, that's so awesome. He's playing with that thing and it's right there. It's right there. He, it's a sled. He can start doing like, <laughs> What would I do with a sled here? You know what I mean? Yeah. But I remember looking at those ads like, it's so awesome. He can just pick that up and play with it right now. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was my sound when I wanted anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whiny. <laughs> yeah. You're a whiny ass kid. I am mm-hmm. very, very. Okay, so um, did, did you have any um, thoughts or opinions that you wanted to give before we dive into our, our top five child actors? Um, yeah, I mean, it's just that when you think of child actors, there's. You know, you don't really know if it's like a good thing or a bad thing, right? Yeah. Because you kind of you hear the horror stories of, um, you know, you have a child actor that's very successful, and then the parents just, the parents just, um, you know, spend all their money, kind of thing. Like uh, the uh, the uh, Culkin, Macaulay Culkin, his whole family, again? right there. Yeah. He had to divorce his parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then uh, Drew Barrymore, I think, also had to sort of. Um, get herself legally declared uh, independent. Yeah, yeah. Um, wasn't it Gary Coleman too? Maybe. Uh, forget. Can't really ask him. But yeah, but I think you know, it's just littered with pitfalls. I think. Yeah. You know, possible pitfalls. I mean, some people have good, done it really well and had really good parents. You know, I think that's important. It's one of those things that's hard to prepare for. Kind of. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Especially back then. I, I think now there's probably more things in place. I'm sure for like all the kids that sign up for these Disney programs, I'm sure all of that is laid out like, mm-hmm. here's your mm-hmm. agent, this is how it's all structured out, you know? Yeah, and I, you know, and I, I tend to think that nowadays child actors, they seem like almost too polished. Yeah. You know? I think that the competition is a lot. Mm. Fiercer? Yeah. 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 Are there more child stars now? I think there are, so they don't, I think, they don't stand out as much. Right. Yeah. Well, there's, there's more platforms too, that's why. Mm-hmm. Because, mm-hmm. I don't know, going that far back, you know, it's not just film, it's not just talkies, it's not just uh, radio, you know, there's, uh, there's cable, there's, and then even cable's kind of old school now, and there's like YouTube kid stars, Yeah. you know? Right. It's crazy. Right. Lots of avenues. Okay, uh, that being said, let's go into our top five child actors. Should we go back and forth? Sure. Okay, so who do you got first on your list? Uh, it's no, in no um, In order. no particular order, no particular okay. Order. So, but, um, so my, um, one of them that comes to mind is Haley Joel Osment. Ooh, yeah, that was number three on my list. Okay, okay. so like, and, and most, because um, I loved his performance in the sixth. Was it called the sixth, sixth sense? The sixth the sense. Sixth, sense. Sorry, I was kind of spitting there. Sixth sense. Yeah. Yeah, just very believable, um, but cute as a button also. And, Great actor. You know, you just saw the, f- you felt the fear and the yeah, the cause anguish. Yeah, because there were some scenes where he's barely talking maybe yeah. not even talking he's but just, just like shivering kind of yeah thing. has yeah. to convey all of that non-verbally yeah. yeah yeah he's awesome I also liked him in um, I forget what it's called something about lions <laughs> he was a teenager by then and he did a movie with uh, Robert Duvall and Michael Caine and that was I, I enjoyed that movie too I forget oh. I forget what it's called I liked him uh, in his earlier work in Forrest Gump that was actually his first film. Yeah. 1994. So cute. That was like five years before The Sixth Sense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I forgot about that. Yeah. Mm. Like, hey, Mr. Gump. Yeah. <laughs> he was Mark, cute in Mark that. Mark and Ernie. Yeah. Mark and Ernie. Yeah. He was good. I love you too, Daddy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll do mine then. You got anything left on Haley? No. Okay. Uh, Fred Savage is on my list. Mm. Wonder Years, of okay. course. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Princess Bride. I know you're digging that action. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Wizard. 
I don't know what, what the hell that was. That was one that was based on Nintendo. I think there's like a large Nintendo tournament. And that's when the Power Glove just came out. Are you familiar with the Power Glove? Uh, kind of. Kind of like a... Big. Yeah, it's like if you had a Nintendo controller, game controller on your hand. Mm-hmm. If you wanted to wear it on your wrist or something, it's like... But, uh, yeah, I was never... That was a rich kid toy, so I never had that. Right. But, uh, I was aware of it, the Power Glove. But that was, like, the main thing. Like, Ooh, this movie has the Power Glove in it. Oh, my gosh. Fred Savage gets to wear it. Oh, was so this lucky. after mm. the Wonder Years? This was after the... I'm pretty sure. So he was a teenager pretty much. Uh, I know, it's kind of weird, right? Uh, Actually, he was a teenager um, when Wonder Years ended. Ended. I, mean, was... I think, you know, I think it happened during the same time, towards the tail end. Okay. Yeah, if I could go ahead and guess. Um, but he also went on to direct one of my favorite television series, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's kind of a success story, and mm-hmm. we're going to kind of dive into those later as well. Mm-hmm. Um, who's next on your list? Shirley Temple. Oh, shit, that was yeah. a good one. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, basically, uh, you, might, you might want to say that the first child actor of note, of any note, you know? Yeah, to get like that huge. I mean, she was huge. 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 What did she... Um, her name changed to when she became a politician. Black. Yeah. Shirley Temple Black. Shirley Temple Black. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's not only because of her um, filmmaking in when she was a kid. Um, and I, mean, I even saw a movie she did in her teens with Cary Grant. I saw a Christmas special she did when she was a teen. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's just... She's enjoyable to 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 watch, you know. Yeah, she has well, very presence, poised. De- definitely, yeah. yeah. Um, and I, you know, and then proof in the pudding. Uh, when she got to be a an adult, I just was so impressed that she was like U.S. ambassador to Ghana and Czechoslovakia, and yeah. she she held a, a few other um, pretty decent uh, political positions. Uh huh. Yeah. That was a good one. Mm-hmm. I kind of feel bad about my next one. No. Mason Reese. Who the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> he did numerous television commercials in the 70s, particularly uh, for Underwood Deviled Ham. <laughs> Not ringing any bells? No. Uh, Post Raisin Bran. Maybe if you showed me a picture Dunkin of him. Dunkin' Donuts, yeah, as a round head, red <laughs> hair, um, and kind of as a bowl haircut. Um, but actually, I mean, again, this was in the '70s, and I don't really, I don't really remember any of these commercials. Obviously, I was too young. But I discovered him through a, a podcast. Actually, it was this episode called "Why Is Mason Reese Crying." It was mm-hmm. on this uh, podcast by. Uh, it's called Reply All on Gimlet Media. Okay. And uh, it was such an interesting interview about him. So I went back and watched like all of his old commercials on YouTube, and I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, he's actually pretty witty. He's a he's a smart kid." And um, you know what? We'll put that in the show notes in case you want to check him out. Is he still alive? He's still alive, um, and he's one of those guys that he just kind of looks like an older version of of his kid self. Just he still has that very round head, very red hair. Do you have glasses, or am I thinking no. of someone, someone else? No, oh. not red glasses. You might know him when you see him. Maybe. Maybe. He, so he didn't go into like TV or anything. He tried, and that's kind of you know goes oh. into a tragic life story thing. Eh, not that tragic, not tra- but oh, okay. but he tried to to make that move into just being an actor. I think mm. there's a, a failed sitcom that happened. Mm, mm, mm. Okay. Yeah. And now he owns like sports bars and stuff like that. Oh, okay, that's not too bad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, so uh, who's on uh, who's in your list? Uh, my next one is Daniel Daniel Radcliffe. Uh, Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Oh, yes, yes. Um, <laughs> just because, okay, I thoroughly enjoyed his performances in all the Harry Potter movies, and I think the casting choice of him was just spot on, spot on. Okay, okay. For any fans that who have been. You know, who first read the books right. and then watched the movies. Spot on. Um, his other stuff after that, like the, the, his the, more adult the, stuff. The naked horse thing? Yeah, 
Forget it. I'm not even interested. <laughs> we, Sorry. In case someone doesn't know, um, he, what was it? He acted, it was a live production, right? Like a live play, yeah, it's a stage, stage play. play called Ecus. Uh-huh. I think that's how you say it, or Ecus. And he's naked in it. I think everyone is naked. And how, okay, how does the horse come into come into it? I, I don't know. I didn't see, see it. Me neither. But I, it was a big deal when he got. <laughs> it was a big deal when he got cast for it. Right? Yeah, like, yeah, because it was naked, and he it was like he was still fairly young. Right. Yeah. Over eighteen. I know. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty. It gotta sure. be right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can't charge money to see a naked. I don't kid. know the rules. <laughs> uh, I don't know why you know all the rules, but um. Uh, okay. Does he have sex with the horse? No. Okay, that's. I think that's the the main thing that everyone would might want to know. I don't know. <laughs> the burning question. Yeah. Okay. Well, you took my Haley Joe Osment, so I'm gonna skip to my okay. next one. Uh, Ernie Reyes Jr. Okay. And we kind of talked about him when we we're. His name kind of came up when we were talking about this episode, mm-hmm. so I figured I'd put him on my list. Um, I, I used to see him a lot in the, the TV series Sidekicks, oh, yeah, 1986. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think was I, it with Gil Gerard? Maybe. Was that the guy? I think so. But I remember this one scene where he was like on a skateboard going down a hill, and then like he rides under a semi. Mm. I was like, it's so cool. Was it cool? (laughs) And I can't do it, but he can. He's so cool. Um, What else was he in? Oh, okay. He portrayed my favorite Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, Mm -hmm. Donatello, Mm -hmm. in the Mm -hmm. first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mm -hmm. film. He was so great that he came back um, in the sequel, not as a stunt double anymore, but as a, a real actor in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Ooze. What do you mean a real actor? Was he still in the costume? No, he wasn't in the costume anymore. He was like a guy. He was like a character. He played, not oh. himself, but you know, okay. like he was okay. like, yeah. All right. He was a pizza delivery boy. Ah, uh, That could fight. Yeah. Ah, uh, okay. He wasn't in the was turtle he a good costume. Guy? He was a good guy, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And do I have anything else? Oh, I was checking out his uh, Wikipedia. He, he was in a recent episode of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh, okay. You missed it. Huh? Yeah, he was in the negotiator episode, which I totally saw. Oh, like like just a week Wait, or two ago. You didn't but I didn't. And so now I want to go back and watch and try mm. to see if I can. He plays Bob number two or something. Like, what? The, I don't know. I gotta go watch it now. Hmm. He was also in that. Um, there was a movie uh, with The Rock and. Gosh. The Rock. Okay, so he was an adult then. Yeah. Like, yeah. And. Actually, as far as like, I was never impressed with his acting ability when he was a kid. Okay. So if we did like a talent or no talent, right. as far as childhood, I would, say, I would say no. Uh-huh. But when he was an adult in that rock uh, movie, not bad. Oh, really? Not bad, yeah. Was it like, a, he was like co-starring? Was like, yeah, was yeah. Like, yeah? Was I think it was called The Rundown or something like that. Oh. Have you seen okay. that? Okay, no, I haven't seen it. I've heard of it. Yeah. I'm going to have to go back and check that one out, too. Yeah. Okay, who's next on your list? Uh, Jonathan Lipnicki. Oh, did I have him on something else? I don't know. Oh, yeah, I do have <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. Was that your... He's on my, my hated list. Oh. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. And go ahead. it's just because he, he just appears in my in my mind when I'm thinking about... As a quintessential child star. Well, it's just that when in Jerry Maguire, yeah, which is what he's one of the ones he's known for. I would say D. Just so damn cute. The lines, his look with the you know sort of a, the spiky hair, right, and the the raspy voice, just cute, so cute. Like if you were to pick up a manual for becoming a child star, like that's the that's the photo right there. Kind of. You know, like he kind of. Sets the standard. I that's mean, what it is. You right? know, you're just so adorable. You, you're like, oh, <laughs> and I don't normally get like right. gushy over kids right. in any sense of the form. You know, um, he also did uh, Stuart Little, I believe. The Voice. Was it The Voice? This is about a mouse. No, it wasn't right? The Voice. 
Like, like Michael J. Fox and other people were the voice. Oh, I mean okay. the the mouse voice. <laughs> he played the the kid. That'd be awesome. He's in it, and Michael J. Fox is his voice. And Michael J. Fox is the kid. So, anyway, that was crazy. All these mouses around. Oh, that'd be another choice, Michael J. Fox. Wait a minute. Mm, kinda. Yeah. Was he really a child? No. He was maybe a teen, not. though. Was Family so ties. Little. Okay. Mm, mm. Yeah, but he's one of those guys where he looks super young. Oh, so yeah. I think by the time he did uh, Back in Time, no, Back, back in to time, the Future. Back, back to the Future. I was thinking of the song Back in Time. I want to go back in time. Back in time. Yes, it was. Alright. Yeah, I think he was an adult when he was doing that one. Okay, we'll talk more about him in just a bit. <laughs> uh, last on my list is I'm not sure if I can pronounce his name right, but it's Jonathan K. Kwan, aka Short Round, in Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, 1984. Okay. Right. Also, his second most popular role, Data or Data, Data, in The Goonies, oh, 1985. Right. Okay. Yep. 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 No talent. <laughs> <laughs> I think he probably set the, uh, the Asian stereotype back uh, a few decades, mm. but uh, I enjoyed him. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> is he gonna? Is he ending up on any of your? No, lists? no, no. Okay. Um, All right. No. You got uh, one or two left in yours. Just one. Just one. Okay. Who do you got? I got Anna Paquin. Mm, oh, uh, okay. She. Um... She's not American. She's from like New Zealand or one of those places. But oh, okay. uh, she won. She's one of the youngest Oscar winners of all time. Okay. Uh, I think Tatum O'Neill still holds the record, but uh, Anna Paquin. She was in The Piano. Oh. Uh, okay. Also starring Holly Hunter and. Uh, they got the big nose. Can't remember his name. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. But she won the. the and I saw the movie, of course. It was good stuff. Yeah, you would probably pop, fall asleep, so don't, don't watch it. Right. Um, and then uh, she went on to become, when she got older, she was rogue in the X-Men. Ah. In the okay. earlier ones. Now I'm back on board. All okay, right. Okay. <laughs> and of course, my, one of my favorite uh, TV series right now, True Blood, although it's canceled like several years ago oh. I'm watching it on Amazon Prime and I just love it oh, okay in that on-demand life yes yeah. it's, uh, it's alive and well yeah all right okay so that's our top five now the one or the ones we hated so right yeah we're going okay so what do you mean the ones <laughs> I wrote down two oh, that's man. You cheat too, that's why all the time. So, okay. <laughs> so, um, so uh, again, this name may sound familiar. Jonathan Lipnicki, a.k.a. Ray Boyd in Jerry Maguire in 1996. He's too cute, that's what it is. I'm, like, I'm not going to deny that he wasn't cute in that, that film. He was. Okay. I was just like, oh my gosh. And um, wasn't there speculation that he had like the Gary Coleman thing, where it's like you know you look like way younger than you're supposed to be. He's actually a lot older and all of that. But I know that wasn't the case. But no. I think with every child actor, once they're killing it, they're like, mm, I don't know, something wrong with this kid. How can he be so good? <laughs> he must have the Gary Coleman kidney thing, right? He's I mean, like, I think he's not a tall adult. Not a tall man. <laughs> but a man. I know what love is. <laughs> anyway. Um. <laughs> You know what I noticed a popular reoccurring theme as I Wikipedia'd a lot of these male child stars? Okay. Martial arts comes comes into play. I think because they have to prove themselves. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. A lot of them are They short. dabble in the martial arts. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I did read that uh, that Nikki is uh, now a MMA enthusiast. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I thought that was kind of He does act uh, sometimes. Not... I mean, nothing yeah. of note, really, but uh, yeah. I think he still acts. He does. He does. Mm -hmm. In fact, uh, he's as an excuse as far as why he's not fighting professionally. 
<laughs> is that he would have to quit I'm sure all of his many, many, excuse. many acting endeavors. Yeah. Uh -huh. Okay, um, do you want to give me your, the one that you hated, or I can uh, give you my second one right now? Okay, you're right. I do have like two runner-ups. See, fricker. <laughs> <laughs> but my number one okay. um, is Peter Billingsley, and I know you're probably not going to agree with this. No. Oh my gosh. See, yeah, uh, I know. Like, oh, I don't know what it is. With He's me. on another list that I've coming it's up. It's men. Men just love a Christmas story. I hate it. It's it's an amazing story. And therefore, story. I hate Peter Bing Billingsley. Like nothing gets more like American Christmas than Christmas story. I'm sorry. It, I don't know. It just even though a lot of it was shot in Canada. It just irks <laughs> the hell out of me that, that movie. Yeah. Okay. And he's just like irritating. Him personally, his acting though. I mean, you can't like blame the whole movie on him. It's everything. It's his look. It's um, <laughs> the lines. It's the plot. It's. You didn't think he everything. delivered his lines well, compared to if Jonathan Lipnicki. I don't like Lipnicki. the movie. How can I care about that kind of stuff? You know. You gotta dig deep. I can't. <laughs> I can't separate myself from that. Fair enough. Sorry. The other one that I hated. You're gonna like this, Jake Lloyd. Kind of have a love hate with him. Who's that? Oh, you don't know? He's in one of your favorite films of all time, Star Wars One, oh. 1999. Oh. <laughs> He's in this other movie that he I, tried his best. He, That's what I think. He tried, yeah. <laughs> uh, he's also in one of my other favorite films that I watch every year. And I love the film, but I hate his acting. But okay. I love the film that much that I can handle his wow, horrible that's a, acting. Wow, that's a deep, deep love. Jingle All the Way, 1996. Oh <laughs> Where he, he plays Jamie. That's his name in the film. But then Arnold's, Redemption. No, well, Arnold's, Arnold Schwarzenegger says, Jimmy, Jimmy. <laughs> Get to the chopper. <laughs> Dad, there's no chopper. <laughs> Jimmy, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Where's the maid? I'm just kidding. Um, uh, <laughs> so bad. <laughs> okay. Okay, so can I get to my... Sure. Okay. Sure. I'll just do it real quick. It's my, my two runner-ups for the most hated. Okay. And that's... Um, well, it's actually maybe three if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you. No, because it's the Olsen twins. Oh. You know? Okay, okay. Olsen twins. Um, and then Macaulay Culkin. That could have been a whole other thing. It's like the whole... Oh twin thing because there are a lot of child star twins because of the whole Not a lot there's enough for them to talk for us to talk about because they that's the whole loophole they found the loophole because all right they're kids that can't work like so many hours right mm -hmm. there's mm -hmm. one kid can't work eight hours a day they can only work four so what do you do you get twins mm -hmm. one works for the other works for yeah. everybody's happy yeah yeah who are the other twins uh everybody loves Raymond Yep. Uh, big but then, dad. but then they weren't just one character. They were actually. Oh. Mm, you know. Mm, I don't know. I don't, I'm not sure how to feel about that one. Cause wait. Yeah, you're right. In Full House, it was just one character, yeah. right? Yes. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. 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 So that's a little different. Uh, big Daddy. The kids. Okay. The the two boys. They uh, went on to be in the Sweet Life or something as a Disney series. There's probably a lot of movies that we're not really. We don't really fully realize it was twins. Uh, I know. Like say, you watch the credits. Three Men and a Baby. Ah, I didn't know that. That was probably. Uh, Ghostbusters Two. Uh, right. The baby, Sigourney right. oh, Weaver's. That's a cute baby. That no, was a he baby. wasn't. I thought he was. He was not a cute Oscar? baby. Yeah. Oh my God, it was so cute. What? Oh my. Okay, we. This is what we gotta do. We gotta post a picture of that baby, on our Facebook page, and then you get. We gotta put this up to a vote. Ghostbusters baby? Ghostbusters 2 baby. Oh, all right. Yeah. Baby. Yeah. Cuz. Cute? Cute or not cute. All right. Because <laughs> <laughs> even Bill Murray talks about how unattractive he is. He's joking. <laughs> no, he's not. He wants to bang he's his mom. He's being charmingly joking. No, he doesn't. No. <laughs> Wait, if he wants to bang the mom, why would he say the baby's ugly? Um, men are weird that way. Being uh, a no, kid, he's being charmingly um, 
contrary. Mm, no, there's yes. uh, men that actually get jealous of uh, of kids when it comes to. He gives him his own sweatshirt to be swaddled. See, now that that's just a move. The Joe Namath jersey. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Very geeky that you knew it was Joe Namath. Well, I just watched it again. Like, oh, you did. Yeah, I'm trying to get my girls into Ghostbusters. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got to oh. vote on that baby. Go ahead. So the uh, Macaulay Culkin. The reason why he's not in my number one spot is because I did like him in uh, Uncle Buck. Oh yeah, he's great in Uncle Buck. Yeah. He's great in all his films. No, he's not. Home Alone? You don't like him in Home Alone? He's irritating. I mean, the first movie itself was not bad. Did it? Did he irritate you because he's such a he plays such a great smart aleck? I think it's his looks. I'm sorry. <laughs> Do you hate his brothers too? Because they all kind of look alike. Probably, yeah. <laughs> it, and his lips look way too pale, pale and soft. Well, I don't oh. know. Yeah, it looks fake. Oh. His lips look fake. Okay. <laughs> Damn him. <laughs> oh, okay, those are the ones we hated. That's it, right? Are you yeah, gonna, that's okay. it. All right, now we wanted to kind of be the silver <clears throat> lining in this whole thing and highlight some of the successful transitions that uh, these child stars have had. So we said two or three. Yeah, you got a few? Got I, have, a couple of? I have three and one, <laughs> one tongue-in-cheek. I've one. got three and then ten rhetorics. No. I <laughs> <laughs> only did two because then you try to compensate there's, for time. There's actually a lot of very successful child actors who became something, yeah. you know, yeah. in, in adulthood. It's just that those aren't exciting to talk about all the time and it's way more exciting to talk about how Lindsay Lohan is, you know, throwing up in a car somewhere or... You know, whatever. Those are making the stories. So mm. that's why mm. those are the ones that stick in your head. But yeah, true. There are a lot of great ones that do. Um, and may I say, Lindy Lohan had so much potential. <laughs> she still does. Lots of time. She can bounce know. back. She could do like a Winona Ryder type of thing. Uh, maybe. Like, she got to clean up her act. Is Winona a child actor? Oh. Sort of, right? Beetlejuice? I don't think she was a teenager, was she? Maybe. Well, she was playing one. Yeah. No, I don't yeah. know. Okay. I don't know. Anyway. But look look at her. Stranger Things. She bounced back. Oh, yeah. I mean, and she was Spock's, uh, Spock's uh, mom. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. See, she's doing great now. Awesome. She's doing awesome. And she, ironically, is working with a bunch of new child actors, mm. child stars, so maybe possibly can, uh... the biggest ones around right now. <laughs> okay, whatever. Stranger Things. Huge. It's all subjective. Huge. Okay. Uh, yeah, let's do these successful transitions. Okay. Um, my first one is Scott Bayo. Uh, I'm just kidding. I'm just joking. <laughs> joke, joke, joke. Clean your my mouth. My first one is Neil Patrick Harris. Nice one. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I just listened to an episode of the WTF, WTF uh, podcast with Mark Marin, mm. and he uh, interviews NPH. Mm. Good stuff. He's in that new series, that Lemony Snicket's thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that Netflix or Hulu? Uh, Netflix, I think. Mm -hmm, yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He plays. He plays the villain. He also have a, he has a um, game show too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 I don't watch it. <laughs> but that's the whole appeal for that show. They're kind of playing off of his uh, Doogie Howser, mm. smart kid mm -hmm. type of thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, nothing wrong with that. No. Yeah. No. I heard he wants to direct more. Fine, and, that's fine. And on the side, he does magic. <laughs> he belongs to that association of magicians in the, okay. the, the Magician's Castle Kingdom. I didn't want to talk so much about him, but... Okay, uh, all right. <laughs> you really dove in there. I think he came to a show that I played at in New Mexico. I was opening up for John Brown's Body. Um, so that was before he got no, big that, as an adult? No, that, that was around Harold and Kumar time when he was trying to get... He was sort of getting his cred back. Right, right, right. Um, but yeah, because uh, he's from New Mexico. Okay. And uh, John Brown's Body, they're a reggae band that... They have like a... 
a lot of actors that, that like them for some reason. So um, there always would be an, a few Hollywood people that pop in and out of the shows. Mm. So it was always like kind of cool, like at the end of the night, we'd ask, like, who'd you see? Who'd you see? And yeah. That is cool. Yeah. But anyway, any, any, let's talk about more about Neil Patrick Cash. No, no. He just seems very happy with his lot in life right now. Cause well, he's, he's married. Hard. Yeah, he's married. He has two kids. Yeah, um, he probably has you know more than enough work to do. Good work. Happy for him. Yeah, loved him when I I, I watched Doogie Howser fairly religiously. Me too. When I was a kid. Me so. too. Yeah. So good. Um, Jerry O'Connell is mine as far as an example of a successful transition. Uh, yeah. Does that ring any bells? Yeah, he's him in a Lifetime movie recently. Oh, do you know what he's famous for though, his, as far as his kid role? Stand By Me. Yeah, he's the yeah. chubby kid in mm -hmm. Stand By Me, 1986. Um, again, Jerry Maguire. Right, true. 1996. So right there, that 10 year difference, came back 10 years later, he already won. Mm. <laughs> Boom, okay. he won. Okay. And then later on that year, Joe's Apartment, 1996. Oh, that's, that's yeah. That's a victory lap right there. Yeah. And with all the roaches. Yeah. Which was the first MTV movie by the way, a little bit of trivia for you. Yeah, that was a funny one. Yeah. Um, and he's... Didn't he have a, uh, a TV series, like like a time travel one? Maybe. Uh, he's done like sliders? a ton of stuff. Is it sliders? That sounds right. Could be right. I don't Could be know. right. Could be wrong. Could be right. right. Um, I, I just figured I'd mention the most recent thing that he's involved in, according to Wikipedia, his voice acting in The Death of Superman, which is supposed to come out uh, this year. Okay. Might be a, like an animated thing. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, another <laughs> transition that you'd like to talk about? Um, this is kind of a random one, but Dakota Fanning, I mean, not that I'm a huge fan. Dakota but, Fanning. Um, what is she in? You know, she was in, uh, was it War of the Worlds? Yeah, she was in War of the Worlds as a kid. Okay. And maybe a few other things. Um, and then as an adult, she was in uh, Twilight. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Twilight, um, she did that biopic about uh, Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. Um, I haven't seen that. Yeah, I haven't seen not that. that, actually. Okay. Uh, Kristen Stewart played Joan Jett, though, so I don't know. Oh. Yeah. But I think that was probably Christian Stewart's best performance. Okay. Yeah. The Dakota Fanning played um, the other founding member of the... The Blackhearts. No, it wasn't... Oh. Because the, the, their band was called something else. They, oh. You know, was their Whatever starting the, band. Whatever uh, the original yeah. band. I forget what it's called. Runaways, no. Runaways? I don't know. Joan and the Jets? Forget it. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, Dakota Fanning. Uh, Peter Billingsley. Oh, <laughs> welcome back, Peter. Wait a minute. Good Success. transitions? Yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. Okay, so again, Christmas right. Story, 1983. Early 80s. How awesome is that? Then he comes back as the executive producer of Iron Man in 2008. All right. He also plays a few cameos. He does a whole Stan Lee thing. Um... And then uh, he did another. He directed a couples retreat with Vince Vaughn. It was a big okay. comedy, 2009. And of course, he's done other things since then too. But he's, uh, yeah, he directs and, and produces. <laughs> so he's not like huge on the big screen or whatever, but he's the force behind it, which okay. is amazing. Yeah, I didn't know what he was doing in, as an adult, so kudos. Yeah. Exactly. Give kudos. 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 Give kudos where kudos are due. Um, you have any other transitions before my, my we go? last one okay. is Jodie Foster. Oh yeah. I, yeah. I think uh, a lot of people my age don't realize that she's a child actor. Yeah. 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 Um, let's see. Was it Little Foxes? Little, Little House Fox? on the Prairie. Yeah. Was she really? I, I just that's kind of a stab in the maybe. dark. Maybe. <laughs> Guest star. Maybe. Oh okay. Um, what else, what else, what else? She was in that Bugsy Malone with Scott Bale. <laughs> you don't come full circle. <laughs> we, we, we come circle too much. Um, 
I said come circle. <laughs> come full circle. A come circle? Isn't that some porno Circle movie? jerk. Anyway. Yeah. Um, and she did a whole bunch of other... Wasn't she? Oh. No, taxi driver. Wasn't she the actual actress that were, um, the taxi driver was obsessing about? Mm, that sounds so, right. Yeah. I don't think I saw Taxi Driver though. Yeah, I didn't see it in, in its entirety, but anyway. Um, and yeah, she did a, a bunch of pretty great movies as an adult. Um, the Accused, uh, Contact. Okay. Uh, can't name any of them. Anyway. Uh -huh. And then she directed, of course, so she's a pretty good director. Oh, oh just like uh, Peter Billingsley? <laughs> No, she's a better director than he Ooh, is. Ooh, what? Yeah. I think her... Director her, smack talk. I think her accomplishments as a director are, are way better. Mm. Mm. Oh, and then, of course, Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Okay. So, uh, successful transitions. Congrats to all of those, and as well as all the ones we didn't name. All yeah. four of them. No. There's, <laughs> no. there's tons. There's tons. Tons. Um, okay. So, on to our next segment of the show. Who would win? Now, this week, uh, because we're talking whole child stars, uh, we thought this one would be kind of fitting. The Battle of the Karate Kids, or Karate, as we say here. Mm -hmm. uh, there's uh, two Karate kids that we're going to pin against each other. Mm -hmm. Am I right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ralph Macchio, who was the original Karate Kid in uh, 1984, and uh, Jaden Smith, who was a Karate Kid in uh, 2010. Mm -hmm. um, did you see both of these? Yes. Okay. I only saw the first one. <laughs> or, I mean, I saw the, some of the sequels, but I, I haven't seen the Jaden Smith version, but okay. I don't need to to, <laughs> to make my prediction, is, right. what I'm, is, is my point. Okay. Um, and we're, we are leaving, leaving out one other person, that right. is Hilary Swank, right. who the, did the movie called The Next Karate Kid, and that was also with Pat Morita, but we're just, you know, pitting Ralph against Jaden. Because it's a man's world, and, no, I'm kidding, uh, no, no, Hilary, uh, she, because of the whole Pat Morita thing, she is a part of that original incarnation. We only can have one representative per incarnation, and so Ralph Macchio is representing the Karate Kid of that Well, I mean, era. yeah, he is the quintessential Karate Kid when yeah. you want to really talk about it. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. And then uh, Jaden Smith's version is a flaming pile of dog poo. Like every other film that you try to recreate that doesn't need to be recreated. Mm. Okay. Story retold. First one is perfectly freaking fine. Yeah, I agree. Like total recall, and may I, I could go on and wait, on. Wait, wait, we're not like comparing movies. I know, but I'm just saying, like, screw him for being a part of it. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> but that being said, you might be surprised by my take here as far as who would win. So, okay, should we just say who we think would win, and then we just kind of, or should we just talk about a battle or? Strengths and weaknesses. I forget well, kind of how we do these. Talk it out first, and then at, at, sort of towards the end, we okay. say, "Okay, okay, I'm just gonna say who would win." Okay, because you saw the second one, let me ask you a question. Mm -hmm. The second one, I think, uh, it's not even karate, right? Isn't it like in China or something? It's in China. It's in China, but it is karate, or is it kung fu or kung fu? Is he doing a lion dance? A what? A lion dance, a kung fu. <laughs> Because, you know, like, all the kids over here, right? They're like, oh, yeah, I take Kung Fu. And they're like, oh, really? You can kick ass? No, I just do the lion thing on the weekends for a charity. We can... No, I mean, uh, if you didn't know any martial arts, I wouldn't challenge someone who does lion dancing. Oh, yeah, I know. Okay. I know. Okay. There's some skill thrown they, in there. They do some, there are some uh, similar things that they have to do. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. And you think about it, they're not holding the lion head when they're fighting you, so they got like way more stuff they can right, do. Right, I mean, now. their legs must be, you know, really strong. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Tangent. Um, 
was I going to say now? Okay, so the karate that he is practicing, oh, yeah, it, it is, is karate, it is, it's not Chinese. No, no, no it's, it's influenced kung fu-ish. It is kung fu-ish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe mm. flat out, that's the first thing that we have to uh, determine I can, here. I can see if, I can see uh, purists, uh, martial art purists having a problem with that. And I understand. I understand. When I saw the movie, the, the Jaden Smith one, right. it, was, it was just entertaining. It was okay. I, okay. Didn't, I didn't hate it. So, okay, so let's, let's get past that, okay. right? As far as the purists or whatever. Right. Just flat out, like, say you take the top guy, even if it's not one of these karate kids, right? You take the top karate master in the world okay. to battle the best kung fu-ish master in the world. Like, is there, do you feel like one discipline is better than the other? No, I mean, I would never get into that argument with anybody. Okay, okay. Because, I mean, number one, you want to respect each discipline. For sure, but I'm saying, well, maybe from a Hollywood standpoint, like, Kung Fu is glorified way more than Karate. Like, when you see Karate movies, Mm. just like these ones, Mm -hmm. it's very clean, very formatted. You don't see Karate street fights, but Kung Fu... Right? They'll just brawl in the middle of an open market or whatever, in the mountains. It's like they do it Yeah, wherever. I mean, it's Hollywood like, makes it look kind of uneven yeah. when you compare the two. Okay, and yeah, that, that's And you don't point. even have, like, judo or, or even jujitsu or aikido really doesn't figure into the whole Hollywood equation anyway. Yeah. yeah. So that's my point. That being said, because of Hollywood and what they've done... Mm-hmm. Or China. Or trying to do... You say China or China? China? Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> what they've done, <laughs> I'm gonna say, so far, I'm gonna lean kung fu. So if if uh, the Jaden Smith version is a little kung fu-y, then I gotta lean Jaden on this one. So far. What else do we? What need are you to- saying? What? I'm saying because because I don't practice any of these. Okay. Right. I took like I was a white belt in karate for like two sessions. Wait. I was like, anyway, oh, um... screw this. <laughs> <laughs> I was like six. I'm like, how much ass am I going to kick? Um, By now, it would have been a lot. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Um, what else am I going to say now? Oh, Sorry. because all I'm going off of is what I see in Hollywood. Like we said, like what's being glorified. And like you said, in, in movies, karate looks a little bit softer compared to kung fu. So I'm leaning kung fu. If Jaden is the one that knows, knows a little bit more kung fu... Okay, um, as far as you, you may have been watching um, Kung Fu theater. Well, yeah, so yeah, you've seen a lot. I've seen a lot. You've seen a lot of Kung Fu. Um, and yeah, you don't have karate practitioners glorified in Hollywood or movies or anything, right. really. Uh, but they both have, um, they both spar in a, in a real tournament atmosphere or even non-tournament or whatever. Okay. They both have sparring. And um, that's when they get much looser. They don't. They break break out of their stances. Uh-huh. They move around a lot. Okay. And so um, the stiffness that you see in karate, you won't see it in sparring. Okay. It's gonna okay. be a lot looser, a lot quicker. See, and that again, that's something that we never see because you think karate, you think tournament, or any of the karate video games, mm-hmm. where it's always there's always a ref there. Mm-hmm. You're always. Very, it's always very formal. Lots of rules there. Bright lights. Mm-hmm. No one's gonna get hurt, mm-hmm. right? When someone gets hurt, a flag is gonna be thrown or a chopstick with a little flag on there, a um, little streamer. Everyone celebrates. <laughs> Roll credits. It was on a, a small scale, a, a short, like a small short scale. But I have been in sparring. Okay. Um, a couple times, tournament sparring. Okay. Uh, and yeah, you're not gonna get down in a stance or anything because then you're gonna get hit. And, and this battle that we're talking about, battle of the karate kids, yeah. right? We have Ralph and Jaden squaring off. Mm-hmm. This is in a street fight scenario. This isn't like in a tournament. Right. Right? Right. So, so even more so, Ralph needs, <laughs> he needs the rules around him as far as all the fighting that you've seen him do. No, no. I mean, he's had street fights in the in the sequels, but okay. It's 
Uh, this is what I was looking at, too. Okay, all right, give when it to me. When Ralph did Karate Kid 1. Got it. He was 23 years old. Okay, all right. That's another good point. Age. Let's consider age when in here. When Jaden did yeah. his, he was versus, 12. Versus 12. Yeah. So a 23-year-old can totally kick a 12-year-old's ass. I think so. <laughs> it, might, uh, the, it might No be, matter the discipline. It might be close. And we have to take them at know. those ages because that's when they portrayed them. Because Jaden seems like a more, I mean, he takes after his dad. Right. He's, uh, he seemed like a very um, gifted athlete. Right. You know, he can move really well. Right. But he was really skinny. Mm. He was a skinny kid back then. I don't yeah, know. I mean, right. he's a little bigger now, but. So say Ralph Macho, he, he kicks Jaden or something, right? Because mm -hmm. that's all Ralph is going to do is a stupid-ass crane kick. So <laughs> Will Smith is around. He's like, what the hell, dude? He just kicked my son. He comes in and he starts beating the shit out of Ralph. Okay, well, that's... That's an outside factor. <laughs> well, there's a street fight scenario. And then Ralph is like, oh, help me. And then, like, Pat Morita comes around. All right. Let's, so, let's so, go now on that scenario. so now it's Pat Morita versus Will Smith. Uh, well, I don't know about <laughs> Pat Morita, but okay, so uh, for, for Ralph, he gets in distress. And so all his outsider buddies, like Tom Cruise, Patrick Swayze, when he's still alive. Oh, you're talking about his, his uh, Brad uh, Pack. Emilio Estevez. Um, <laughs> All the Lost uh, Boys. Pablo come, come in and, and they help him. Oh, shit. Okay. But see, we're just taking it too far now. Mm, no, I'm ready. Uh, what rappers does Jaden know? <laughs> Probably a lot. Yeah. yeah. So then rappers will come in and, of course, they have guns. At the guns. very least, Jazzy Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Jazzy Jeff will come in and weird everybody out. Do some reach arounds like what the hell is he doing? And maybe Alfonso Ribeiro. <laughs> Man, this thing is getting ugly let's straight some, up. Let's play some uh, Tom Jones on the, <coughs> on the phonograph. <clears throat> Man, <laughs> this is so awkward and ugly now. Man, this is a horrible street fight. At this point, I don't know who to. Man, oh, you know, man. but see, you're you're throwing in too many. Just wild cards. And look what I did. Yeah. Look what now I did. It's just, it's just chaos. Look what you did. Look what you did. It's chaotic. Um, Where no one went. Ooh. Um, I got to pick somebody. I'm going to say Jaden still. That's my pick. Just on principle, I'm going um, to pick Ralph. Yeah, I figure you would. Okay. All right. There's our battle of the Kata Well, Jaden just, he kind of irritates me. Because he seems very arrogant. Oh, very entitled and... Uh, yeah. 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 Like he's too cool for school. Kind you of should thing. see that one. There's this one um, sketch from Key and Peele. Okay. I know I brought them up before, but they did another great sketch. Are we going to put it in the show notes I again? think so. All right. Yeah. Jaden Smith. Um, how like an agent, his, his acting agent, is trying to get him to take parts and everything. And... Uh, Basically, he doesn't understand anything about the real world. That's what they're basically okay, trying to Okay, that's say. good. Also, you're going to play a guy in this movie where he doesn't like his job. He's like, a job. <laughs> oh, a job is uh, something that you do for work because you need money. But I already have money. No, but there's some people that don't have money. I don't want to do science fiction. No, this movie's a no. And then he well, sneezes. He did do and science then... fiction. I guess so. Yeah, I remember that. I mean, I didn't see it, but it oh. tanked heavily. Are they um, Scientologists? They are, yeah. Will I Smith? Think so. No. Huh? Well, I can't. Sure. I don't know. Mm. I it's, ain't gonna look it up. That's, not, I refuse. When a normal like, well, I was gonna say like out of the blue he does sci-fi, but Will Smith has done his fair share of sci-fi. No need to look it up. I'm fine. I'm All fine right. with it. I can All live right. without it. Okay. <laughs> that was an interesting battle. Like, who would win anyway? <laughs> Um, let's just go to our snack review. That was a spirited ba battle, I think. <laughs> yeah. It was more spirited than any other uh, battle that we've discussed so far. Uh, agreed, agreed. Mm. Okay, snack review time. Okay. Snack, snack, snack time. Time for the snack review this week. Um, up for review, we have Caramucho. Hot chili-flavored potato sticks. Now, while Jamie struggles to open up this package, um, these snacks are made by... Koikea in Japan. Um, they are a Japanese snack food manufacturer. Uh, they produce 
<laughs> According to their website, it's in kind of in English, but they say producers produces and sells snacks and health foods. In bad grammar. In bad, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it says um, it had made first success of mass production for <laughs> potato chips in Japan and had developed a number of unique original brands such as Karamucho and Scorn. Please do favor as to taste. <laughs> Very honorable. Uh, now we challenge developing new material, new package, and new market that can innovate current food culture. And uh, new dumb Americans. <laughs> original hot chili potato chips since 1984. Its taste has not only hot, but also mixed delicious meat and vegetable flavor. Karamucho. Now this is a description specifically for this. Uh, type of snack and flavor. Okay. Karamucho. Sticks hot chili flavor. Tasty and spicy stick potato snack with the exquisite combination of meat, vegetable, and chili flavor. Hmm. Sounds delish. Yeah, it does. Uh, let's describe the package a little bit. We'll post it on our on our Facebook page in case you want to see it. But looks like, uh, what's that? Almost looks like that, that cartoon character. What's mm -hmm. his name? Um, Kiron. Shinchan. Shinchan. Mm -hmm. Kiron Shinchan? Just Shin-chan. Shin-chan. Shin Shin <laughs> he, <laughs> he pulls down his pants a lot, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it kind of looks like his grandma on this package. I don't know. It could be an animal, too. I don't know. It's, well, yeah, that's true. Animal in an aloe shirt. It's like a, a man bun with yeah. gray hair. What does it say? Chili flavor. Uh, say? I don't know. <laughs> my, my katakana is getting slowly okay. worse and worse. But, okay, so... Um, these potato sticks, oh. these are no nothing new. We've had these in the U.S. for like a long time. Um, I forget who makes them though. They were, they were bigger in the 80s. I remember they came in the canister and you buy like the potato. Oh, potato sticks? Yeah, like potato mm. straws or whatever you call them. Right? It's not straws. Oh, okay. Sticks. Yeah. Okay. Um, so these, are, you think these are going to be hot? What, you smelled these already. What do these smell they like? smell good. Oh yeah, they do smell good. All right, I'm gonna do two one time. Of course I you are. Live dangerously. Cheers. Mmm, tasty. You gotta eat more. Yeah, good layer of MSG on these bad boys. Mmm, good. Good, not hot though. Not yet. A little bit of a hot aftertaste. I mean, you can, yeah. Yeah, no, these are tasty. But I mean, you put MSG on anything. Mm -hmm, tasty. Mm -hmm. um, let's compare it to um, flavors that we know and love, though. Um, this kind of tastes like a barbecue kind of flavor. Um, without no smoke, though, there's no yeah, smoke. not a smoky flavor. Um, it also tastes like sour cream and onion, which is the basis for the everything. Base foundation. Yeah. yeah. For all chips, all flavored chips. Um, I don't know. Um, so say if, if you did like a blind taste test. Yeah. You know, so no red packaging and any of that, mm. you know. Would you think, oh, this is kind of like a, a sour cream and onion type of flavor. No, I would, I would go more of the barbecue. That's what I was kind of thinking. Yeah. But yeah, but you're right, it is missing that smoky flavor. Mm -hmm. But now that it's, that it's sort of marinating in my... Digestive tract. Uh huh. Jinx. <laughs> um, yeah, it's more of a barbecue. It is. Yeah. I can see myself just eating this in front of the TV. But I would have to have a, a nice. What would you pair this glass with? Glass or something. Uh, a nice that's... Merlot from the, the Rhone Valley. Oh, yeah? I, was, I thought you were going to say fizzy water. That too. <laughs> Um, this with a beer because it's pretty salty. So yeah, in fact, anything, milk. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> milk goes with anything. Yeah. Well, you could mix this. It, this would be a good filler to put with. You know, if you're doing your Chex Mix type of concoction. Well, what would you sprinkle this over? Ooh, wow! Well, I would put this in a salad. It might get soggy with the uh, dressing. We put the dressing on first and sprinkle. What it. if you put it in some kind of sandwich? Yeah, I guess, yeah. Yeah, mm. give it like a crunchy like a taste. Yeah, it would mm. replace like the bacon bits type mm. of thing. Mm. Yeah, 
So we say try to use this in other capacities. <laughs> <laughs> not, not its intended use. Sprinkle it on your yogurt. How would you uh, rate this? I'm still eating. Oh, okay. Okay, I will give it. I will give it three out of five exquisite stars. <laughs> trying to use their same <laughs> language. Um, okay. I'll give it um, four and a half clovers. <laughs> out of what? Oh, I'm sorry. Five. Oh, okay. Four, out of, four and a half out of five clovers. Wow, high praise. Mm -hmm. There you go. Uh, just four more episodes of this first season of the podcast. Uh, thanks for listening. Be sure to like and subscribe to the Opposite Tastes. Remember, that's plural. Tastes. Opposite Tastes podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Connect with us on Facebook at facebook.com slash opposite tastes podcast. And let us know you're listening because... Uh, because we don't know anyone's listening. For real. Like, we don't know. Like, <laughs> I know I have like one friend tells me that she's listening. Yeah, right. Um, there's this other friend. Another that, guy that said... This other guy. He liked it. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, there's your husband. Not really. No. Okay. <laughs> so... I think we're almost up to five. So if you are listening, just let us know. Just say, hey, I'm listening. Good stuff. Keep going. And we appreciate it. Mm -hmm. and especially to, um, I bet we have a lot of Canadian friends that uh, maybe aren't listening. For sure. That, I mean, that are listening that we don't know about. So yeah. Um, considering Facebook was big in Canada first, feel free to hop uh, on uh, Facebook and let us know. <laughs> just type in opposite tastes. You'll find us. We have that weird uh, potato chip. Uh, bag logo. Mm -hmm. It's good stuff. Mm -hmm. But anyway, uh, thanks again, as we say here in the islands, mahalo, and I will see you next time. Bye. Aloha. Aloha.